0: Welcome to the very first episode of Mouth Stuff with Nick and Nick. I'm Nick.
1: I'm also Nick.
0: There you go. So, we finally did it. Uh, we officially became the last people to start a podcast.
1: It, uh, it's an amazing feeling, really. You know, A lot awesome. of
0: people were not asking for this, uh, so we made sure to do it. So, the way this podcast is going to go, we've got... A few different sections of things that we like to talk about. Uh, So we're just going to be chit-chatting with each other. Uh, In fact, in the very beginning, it says general chit-chat. So that's what we'll start with.
1: Yeah, just doing stuff with our mouths.
0: Uh, And then talk about movies, television. Uh, We've got some trivia for each other uh, because we like trivia. And talk about a little bit of sports and a little bit of politics on the back end. Uh, So you can always cut out early. Which is what I plan to do. So, what's going on? We haven't spoken since, what did we talk, Sunday?
1: I think so, yeah. it's uh, So yeah, it's been like a week. I don't know. Time has been weird for me.
0: Yeah, have you even left your apartment?
1: No, because I'm quarantining myself, practicing safe social distancing, um, using that as an excuse to be very lazy since the classes just ended for me. Um, so I've really done nothing except maybe catch up on a few movies I've been meaning to watch, um, and do internship applications. That's that's been about it for me this week.
0: I've noticed that your quarantine life is very similar to your pre-quarantine life.
1: I was hoping you wouldn't notice, but uh, (laughs) I guess. Uh, so there was not much of a change in my lifestyle. Um, it just made it more acceptable, which I appreciate. (laughs)
0: I also have been watching quite a few movies. Yeah. I've been sending that's you it. the snaps of the movies. So we'll probably maybe get into that when we talk about movies. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Anything else?
1: That's, uh, as you know, that's about it for me. Yeah, yeah. Just the holidays coming up. So um, yeah, I guess I'll be seeing family. Looking forward to
0: that. Safely seeing family.
1: Yeah, of course. Yeah. Safely seeing
0: family. Um, doing some drive-bys.
1: Yeah. Doing some drive-bys. <laughs> Um, yeah, so that that that'll be a fun time. It it just worries me because there's not. Uh, it's like I pretty much have a month before classes, but I feel like that time is just gonna just fly. Um, you know, with seeing family and everything, and then the next quarter is gonna start. So um, yeah, you know, we'll see. Hopefully, I'll make the most of it and can do everything I plan on doing, which I haven't done yet. But it's been a week and I did nothing. So yeah, <laughs> I
0: I've done nothing, and I think mine. I've been like. Yeah, I've also been a week. I I don't even remember when my classes stopped because mentally they stopped a while ago. So it was like getting used to not having to put any effort in at all. Yeah, exactly. All right, Um, are we? Oh, did you want to say something else? Because I was going to jump in. Yeah, no,
1: well, one last thing. I have been trying to get on a better sleep schedule, you know, of course, after classes. Um, But yeah, no, there are times I was going to bed at like 3, 4 Uh, (laughs) a.m. I need to stop that, so. I've been trying to make those adjustments as well.
0: That's it will all. get more exciting from here, I promise.
1: Yeah, re- re- slow time. Yes.
0: All right, let's jump into our first category, movies. <laughs> so the uh, question we're discussing this week: What is your favorite movie, and why? It's
1: a very good question. That's actually, I found it really hard to answer. I, I tend- did also. Right. Okay, cuz I tend to wow, I, I like a lot of movies. I try to find uh, you know, certain um aspects of a movie to like and enjoy and I really there are very few movies I absolutely hate or just won't watch. Um and I tend just to kind of group movies, you know, different categories and themes and like choose favorites that way. So it was really hard for me to choose like an absolute favorite. I don't know if you said you had, had the same situation. Yeah. Yeah. So what is
0: your favorite movie
1: see now I'm, I'm trying to use that time to think of one no okay so i don't know if this will surprise you i don't know i don't i think it's a movie i've never really talked about with you um maybe you thought i was going to go in a different direction um but i would say after a little a little bit of deliberation i think my favorite movie is uh catch me if you can oh yeah see i knew you'd be surprised
0: i was really afraid that you were going to pick a movie that i'd never seen before uh, and I've oh, never yeah. seen it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so you've
0: seen Catch Me If You Can. No, I've never seen it. Oh no, you haven't. Oh. No. oh. So ex- okay. explain. I I know roughly what the movie is, uh, okay, and I, yeah. I've heard nothing but good things about it.
1: Oh yeah, no, it's it's very good. So um, it's you know based on true events. Uh, so it's uh, you know starring um, Leonardo DiCaprio, Tom Hanks. Many different people, Christopher Walken. Um, so great performances. So it's based off of uh, Frank Abagnale Jr. Uh, his life. Uh, you know, when he was uh, growing up uh, in the early 1960s. Well, he was a teenager then, but uh, just basically following his life and showing him getting into uh, check fraud um, and this an insane trajectory from there and impersonating. Uh, Pan Am pilot uh then impersonating being a lawyer and a doctor but convincing so many people that he was those things which I found just um really interesting to watch uh, just someone who was so young because I mean he was like barely 18 when he uh left the house to to uh to do all that um and I, I think for me the the I guess I don't want to uh don't want to spoil it too much but uh Basically, one of the things that he was able to pass the bar exam and become a actually become a, a lawyer, practicing lawyer. I, I think it was in um, I think it was in Louisiana. I, I could be wrong. Um, but no, that was just uh, just an amazing development uh, as uh, you watch the movie. Um, but yeah, great performances. The the score um, by John Williams is amazing. It always just sticks with me. Um, so it's really, uh, what kind of, I, I don't know. It's just it's just a really nice uh, cat and mouse uh kind of movie and like the score really um is a nice uh nice way to uh, kind of show that kind of you feel that in the score and i don't know and i think for me it's like one of my favorites because it was one my brother had and there's just when i was younger it was really cool just to watch that with him kind of have something in common to watch um and enjoy with him so that, that's probably why it's uh one of my favorites too
0: so he's like um doing all this illegal stuff and tom hanks is trying to catch him is that what yes yeah, so yeah, if, so he, if Hanks, he can if he can
1: yes uh eventually he does so eventually he just uh, uh yeah i guess uh you know, like a greed element too with this um, and just uh him enjoying the the chase uh, but so for uh, uh tom hanks's character he does play an fbi agent at that time who is was trying to track him down and you know like that's like his white whale and he really is uh Doing everything you can to make that happen, and like his performance is great. So it's like you're kind of rooting for both people too at the same time, which is kind mm. of interesting. Um, and this type of movie, movie, uh, yeah. No, so he, and eventually, you know, they do give him an ultimatum that hey, you can go to prison, or you can actually like you're really smart. You're you're just in this realm of check fraud and know what to look out for. And he actually came to work. Uh, for the fbi and he actually currently does i think like security um work i think he has his own firm uh nowadays uh that handles stuff like that so no just a really interesting story um i found and uh, working for the fbi i thought was just kind of cool
0: when was the last time you watched it
1: so it's really funny you say that because actually it was on earlier today i think um, just on TV, it, it, so that's why you picked it because you're like, oh, I like that movie. <laughs> no, it was just a coincidence, I swear. Um, because I was thinking about it earlier in the week, and then it just so happened to be on TV. I'm like, wow, that must be a sign. I must choose it now. Um, because I will give a couple honorable mentions um, that are in completely different categories. Uh, I don't know if you want me to go through that now, or if you want to. I
0: if you want to keep talking, you can keep talking.
1: <laughs> oh, I love to keep talking. I love uh, I love hearing myself talk. Um, so I was thinking about the. Uh, Inglorious uh, Bastards movie, I uh, enjoyed that. I always enjoy Quentin Tarantino's movies. Um, and that's one of my favorites.
0: I Everyone think. has their own opinion. No, that is that is one of the ones I like. I mm. Yeah.
1: Okay. Which ones don't you like? I don't know. Whatever. We'll
0: uh, most of the other ones. Most of the other ones. Okay. No. Um, I liked that one. I liked Django. And yeah. Then we can pro- stop listing at that point.
1: Yeah, Jan- <laughs> But everything else, no. Okay. Yeah,
0: no, uh, i I know everybody talks about it being like a great movie, but Reservoir Dogs is not a good movie, in my opinion.
1: Okay, I could see that. It's it's different. Um, it has its flaws, and I think for his like debut, I think it was good. And different, but yeah. Next, <laughs> uh, and then the next one, <laughs> the next one uh, would be the the Big Lebowski. Um,
0: oh, I saw that one like did? within the last year. It was the first time I saw it
1: yeah okay good so i won't spoil anything but the hardest i've ever laughed at a movie was the scene at the end when they're um distributing his ashes you know on the cliff and the blows in his face and for some (laughs) reason it just struck it just struck something in me that i just couldn't stop laughing it was it was great um but yeah very good movie i like that that's about it i won't go too much into details if they're just honorable mentions
0: So it was uh, *Inglorious Bastards and Big Lebowski as your honorable mentions? Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah.
0: I didn't know we were supposed to do honorable mentions.
1: (laughs) I could continue with that list, but there are ones I was also thinking that could be high up there for me.
0: You clearly put a lot more thought into yours, uh, into your explanation than I'm about to put into mine.
1: That is okay. That's okay. I overthink things, unfortunately. But yeah, what's uh, what's your favorite movie?
0: So I I I was thinking for a while... And then whenever somebody asks, I always just say The Princess Bride. Uh, okay. And I've decided that is that what I'm going to say here too. And usually my explanation is just, I just like that movie. Uh, and that's nowhere near as deep of an explanation as yours. Um, I got an even greater appreciation uh, when I read, uh, there was a book that was written about the making Of the Princess Bride. Mm -hmm. uh, And so I learned some of the cool background details about that. Um, But I mean, it was made 1987, but it's not like an 80s movie. Like you watch it and you don't immediately be like, oh, yeah, that's from the 80s. With the exception of maybe, uh, first of all, Fred Savage being in it. That's kind of a giveaway that it's the 80s. Um, And the video game that he plays at the beginning, because it's like very dated. But other than that, it really could be made at any time. Uh, there's so many funny lines uh, that can constantly be brought up. In fact, very quotable. Yeah, I just there's a mask uh, that I just got, and there he has a quote in the movie uh, when Andre the Giant asks him why he's wearing a mask, uh, and he's like, "It's quite comfortable. I think everyone will be wearing them in the future." Uh, so I have a mask that says that, uh, which is perfectly fitting for the time that's,
1: yeah no that's a great yeah uh, great and i feel like
0: out. i've probably watched it at least like 15 times and every time i like laugh at something different that i like didn't realize before and there's just so many okay. quotable lines
1: yeah um i'm not sure so when was the first time you ever watched it uh just because sometimes you know if i watch a movie when i'm younger i don't pick up on certain things until later
0: interestingly early. i'm trying to remember the context and i have no idea why but i watched it in my 7th grade English class I okay. think it, I think it was just like a half day or something And she had just given right. up Which I totally relate to <laughs> right. um, But I was No idea like she's like we're watching this movie It's called Princess Bride And I had that same reaction that most people do That had never heard of it They're like Princess Bride that sounds like, a, like Not going to be a good movie And then it starts And it's like I'm watching it Barely paying attention because I'm a 7th grade child and then I'm like, oh my God, is that Andre the giant? Cause like I was into wrestling uh, at the time. So I knew who Andre the giant was. And then like that got me into it and I was listening and the dialogue was just really funny. And we didn't actually finish it cause it was a half day. And so I like, didn't get to see the rest of the movie. And that was like it at the time. Oh, cause as a seventh yeah. grade child, you don't seventh grader, when we were a seventh grader, you don't really oh, yeah. have access. Like there weren't any of the streaming sites to the same degree that there are now, and okay. I was just like in a Walmart one day, and there just happened to be like a full display, which was really weird because it was like you know the movie came out in eighty seven, and this is like two thousand three or something like that. So right. it's just randomly this display with the movie, and so I told my dad like we have to buy this movie, and so he bought it, and I watched it, and like now I've seen it so many times since then. I-
1: yeah.
0: You've. You've seen it, right? Aren't you like, I remember you saying that you didn't like it as much and I remember forever looking at you differently.
1: So that's the story there was I came into it with um, a different expectation of what that movie would be, which kind of soured my first run through of it. Because for me, I thought for some reason, I don't know where I got this D up, but I was expecting it to be kind of like, um, you know, like Spaceballs or like, uh, robin didman oh like Anderson.
0: a parody movie like, like a very
1: yeah uh, very much like a parody movie um and i just wasn't uh, kind of i don't know i mean there were some funny moments but it was wasn't along the lines of what i was expecting um and at the end i was like oh okay that that was it um but after watching it, uh one or two more times eh, i've come to appreciate it and especially the 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 lines and the dialogue and very um, quotable things, They're very smart, um, funny things.
0: So Yeah, there are definitely moments in it where it makes fun of the genres. Uh, but that was actually yeah. something when they made the film, they had a hard time marketing it because they didn't know really how to market it. Like, is it a like a fairy tale story or is it just like a comedy or is it some well, kind of yeah. like romance or is it an action <laughs> movie? Because it's got like pieces of everything, which is what I love. And I've really yeah. grown to appreciate uh, Rob Reiner as a director, because I feel like he is able to do like all of these different genres with his films. Like if you look at the, his filmography of all of these different genres, and I feel like he can kind of, he puts all of that into princess bride and that's part of the reason to like it. Actually, Cause you because... take out, you take out the comedy and it's still like a good story of a guy like trying to rescue uh, his love from this jerk of a king uh and then when you throw the comedy in, then you can appreciate it as just kind of like a comedy story and then you know it's got the little kid with his grandfather that's always cute
1: that's right yeah yeah that's a good point about like kind of multiple genres and like when I'm expecting something and then I I started for the first time I'm like wait what is this trying to be and like what have, what am I really focusing on here um so I think that really impacted my first run through, but I definitely come to appreciate
0: it. And I have no honorable mentions because I didn't even think to do honorable mentions. Um, And I can't even think of something right now that I would just like throw on No, okay, I was gonna
1: ask um, if you had any.
0: I mean, I really like the Avengers movies, but. Yeah, I was actually talking uh, with Reagan yesterday about, uh, I've decided that if Infinity War and Endgame were one movie, That would be my favorite movie of all time. Okay, but because it's two movies, like I just really like both movies. But if it was one movie, it would be the best movie. Yeah. Um, Okay. But then it would also be five and a half hours long. True.
1: Which I mean isn't that much longer than certain like director's cuts of other movies.
0: I would. For me, it would be easier to sit and watch five that five and a half hours than. For a second time, trying to watch The Irishman. I
1: see. Yeah. <laughs> I I'd love to see that. Um, I got
0: like I think I made it like two hours in, and it was just like,
1: mm. wait, how long is that actually? Which
0: I know, uh, Scorsese is going to be listening to this, so he's gonna have a hard time uh, because he's so anti Marvel movies. But
1: right. Yeah. Hey. Uh, money doesn't lie. He sure can take criticism at this point in his career. <laughs>
0: No, I think the criticism that's going to break him is two guys on a podcast that he will never we, listen to.
1: Yeah, that's how, we, that's how we get famous. But it's like three and a half hours, right? Or more, right? I, yeah, I think
0: it's like three and a half hours. That's crazy. Yeah. All right. I think we shall transition now. What's our second sec- segment?
1: Our second segment is TV. television.
0: Oh, did not know that. Yeah. No, I actually did not know that. I, I didn't know if it came off as a joke, but I was like, if someone actually listens to this and they're like, did he really not? All right. Yeah. So our question that we're discussing for our television segment, you won't believe it, but it's what is your favorite television show? Yeah, we're, we're starting
1: getting, off with the, the hard questions.
0: Yeah, we're getting this stuff out of the way early and then we'll have more interesting topics to come. I mean, that's interesting for me so i don't care yeah, was
1: very interesting for me i learned more and more about you oh so yeah i can go ahead and kick it off um so for me you know back when tv was not a streaming service mostly um you know i so the one tv show i think that had see i was thinking about this a, a tv show that had like the, the biggest impact on me um uh and it just like stuck with me for a long time. And um, just a, a TV show. I can just always go back to no matter what, no matter what's on. Um, it's just always something I'll watch over everything else. And for me, that's actually the Simpsons. Um, oh, I called it. You did. I, I figured as it was soon as, well, that... as
0: soon as you started talking and I was like, yeah. Oh, he's going to say Simpsons. That's awesome. Yeah,
1: I would, I would say, yeah, just from that, I feel like you would have uh, guessed it um, pretty easily. Uh, but yeah, I think, you know, it's just the Simpsons, specifically the the earlier seasons. Um, I can't really think of, a, you know, just with how long it's been. It's hard for me to come up with a, uh, a threshold where things kind of changed for me. But definitely within the last five or so years, uh, I, I've enjoyed the episodes less. Um, but I just remember kind of growing up in a, you know, a sort of strict religious household. You know, certain things were... Uh, frowned upon and uh, kind of banned from the household but I do remember sneaking away and like watching The Simpsons and flipping the channel every time someone would come (laughs) in and I don't know just uh just uh, this kind of like forbidden show that wasn't allowed to watch but it was really great um I remember the sense of joy I got where my brother just I guess he never really liked The Simpsons or was into animated shows um and it's like, I was like, why, why though? It's like, the humor is, is smart, it's relevant. Um, and I don't know, just like the cultural impact is huge. I just don't understand why he was so against it. But the greatest show I got was when he would actually, like, it would just be on TV and we were hanging out and he would laugh at the show. I'm like, why don't you like this? Um, uh, so I just always enjoyed when people like it. But yeah, no, um, I can't really think of a specific episodes that I really like. Um, maybe that could be a discussion later
0: that's um, but no, I, whenever I just, it comes to the simpsons i can never think of episodes it's just like quotes that come right dry. oh really like, yeah. it feels like i'm wearing nothing at all <laughs> nothing at all nothing at all. <laughs> um <laughs> that's really funny because i my appreciation for the simpsons is almost the complete opposite like my house it was on because it would air the reruns would air at like six o'clock or whatever yeah, and it would be Six like I was there. we would watch, we would eat dinner, and it would be on television, and the whole family was watching it. So it was like I oh. never had to like sneak away to watch it. And then that's what I wanted when I like stopped being around in the house and stuff. I like stopped watching it as much. And then when it went on FXX and they did that twenty-four hour marathon when we were in college, I sat oh, yeah. there and watched so much Simpsons and just like. <laughs> fell in love with it again i was like god i forgot how yeah. funny this was i would just be like laying on the couch watching simpsons for like days and my roommate so i never talked to him, would be like is this the simpsons i'm like yeah <laughs> that's
1: so good i just love like with just how many episodes they have they could devote whole days to episodes around certain people around yeah certain, uh certain themes events uh holidays just throw them all together and oh yeah i forgot that they did marathon.
0: that like after they did the every single episode, it would be like every Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays we have The Simpsons. We're like today's yeah. are like just ones about Mo. And I was like, "What?" <laughs> yeah. We'll focus on this really obscure <laughs> sub character that uh, uh, didn't really do much. Here's nothing but Troy McClure. <laughs> well, it
1: was a good. That was a good bit. Yeah, the older ones.
0: That's oh, I went. I've been meaning to like rewatch some more of it. No, I do know I can it's watch it again. Yeah.
1: It's always been a TV series that I've always wanted to have on like D V D or Blu-ray, mostly Blu-ray. Um <laughs> kind of Snap comes to Blu-ray. Um, but yeah, it's always something that I wanted to have, uh, like all the seasons um, to own. Uh, but I just haven't it just costs a lot of money to have like what is it now, 30 seasons. <laughs> I, I, I I've honestly lost track. Um, I remember when it was a big deal when it was like 25 seasons, but I guess that was like years ago. <laughs>
0: Now, just side topic. Sure. Is it really that much of a difference to do Blu-ray for animated stuff?
1: I think so. Because there's also... Even if it's like
0: a- animated stuff from 1992?
1: <laughs> yes, I think so. I think because sound quality could be uh, could be uh, a bit better, I found. All right. So that's just my opinion. I have the ears for it,
0: I guess. Well, and- oh, go ahead. No, you go ahead. Oh. Oh, I was just going to say uh, my answer to what is your favorite television show uh, is I don't know. And I really, really? <laughs> I really tried to figure this one out. I wrote down the office question mark. Sunny right. okay. Sunny, question mark. Parks and Rec question mark. Community question mark. And I couldn't answer the question. Okay. I, think, I-, I think it's because I've watched so much of all four of those shows in the like my lifetime that I've kind of just burned myself out of television for a while. That's why I've started just like only watching movies recently. Right. Because I've just seen so much of all of it. Like I love all those shows. Oh yeah. Like, but I feel, I feel like, like I just break. need to like take a break. So can I appreciate them again?
1: I feel like that's hard because you know, they're, they're great in their own right. You know, it's like, it's kind of hard to put one above the other. Um, yeah. Cause great care. They have a great cast of characters. Um, interesting storylines but there's like really funny too um, maybe the office hasn't really aged well at least the earlier seasons. but um guess- yeah whenever
0: i rewatch the office i like skip the first few seasons i mean i think everybody skips the first season but i usually skip the second one too yeah always
1: get disappointed when that's what's on tv I'm like, yeah, i'll watch something else
0: so yeah i'm sorry i don't really have much to add to this that's one.
1: okay uh- I, I'm surprised. I thought you would be able to. Yeah, but I, I, I thought I would
0: though. too, but it's just like I like them all and I can't pick one. And then when I like try and pick one, I think of how much I've watched it recently and I'm like, I wouldn't want to watch that like right now. Right. And so I think that's an issue. I blame quarantine. Uh, it seems to me that
1: your favorite shows would be comedies.
0: Oh, yes. That's without a doubt. I used I to be like I a too. huge walking dead fan and i'm sad to say that like i haven't watched it in like over a year i was gonna probably. ask something you still follow? i don't even know i think it came back like because they didn't do the like series or the season finale because of covid and then they're like we're gonna bring it back and then they like brought back this uh season finale and then i think they started the next season and i like haven't watched it and i'm kind of disappointed in myself but at the same time i'm like i don't even remember what happened hmm. so yeah
1: yeah uh, don't they have like spinoffs or something i don't know oh I, yeah I, I, they're I, I, well they're I,
0: trying to they're basically like doing a whole universe like they're doing movies and all that stuff now yeah. everybody wants a universe except yeah. for like the regular universe <laughs> 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 got dark uh, but do you have any say, honorable mentions
1: actually yeah so i was gonna say uh to keep um in line with my uh my organization here yes i did also have um i guess one honorable mention um so i guess i kind of stayed within the animated space um
0: oh uh, I, I think i know what you're on think, but you okay, do it
1: yeah um i'd say it's futurama yeah um yeah <laughs> uh so hilarious show i love uh i love the humor i love that they bring science physics um everything's uh,
0: into gone too soon
1: the show yeah very unfortunate. Both, times. <laughs> Both times. Yeah, very unfortunate. I think, yeah, because I think it's only like six, seven seasons. I could be wrong, um, but yeah, no, it's definitely, yeah, it's uh, definitely went away too soon, um, which is crazy because some of the best episodes are when they were on Fox, but Fox decided to cancel it. Hey, um, just yeah, a show. I just really enjoy. There's one of my some of my favorite episodes are the, the emotional ones that are like, wow, I did not expect. An animated comedy like this, too.
0: oh my god, the one with his dog. I like if I want to cry, I can just like think about how his dog just like waited there for him and then just like
1: oh, whole, whole time and so uncalled um, for, yeah. the One that also really gets me. Um, there's a lot going on that episode, but essentially at the end, it's uh, he's able through reasons, you know, he's able to kind of live out a, a dream that his mom had when. Uh, you know, after he uh, uh, was quite frankly frozen and into the future, but, you know, he's able to kind of have this experience in his mom's stream and just um, embrace her one last time. And I don't know, that just really, really gets me. Um, And then one with his father as well, there was an episode. um,
0: Or the one with his brother where he like, and brother too yeah he named his son after him oh yeah no. like
1: he goes through the whole episode like hating his brother because i think he stole his life but it's actually yeah him naming uh, his brother naming his son uh after um Bill, um
0: yeah so really funny show and then we talk about all but, the sad parts
1: yeah but those, those are the ones that really just um really stand out to me because uh, you wouldn't expect it but yeah very good show so it's honorable mention it's really up there but for me just like and it was, it was a show I had gone to recently, like in college. So um, to me, The Simpsons was a little bit higher because of its lasting impact uh, from an earlier age until now. So that's it for me.
0: Cool. Very good. All right, let's get into trivia. Trivia
1: round, yeah. Let's, so we uh...
0: have each prepared trivia questions uh, for the other based off of the uh, category that we gave uh, ourselves. Uh, before we did this, uh, the category that we decided to go with uh, was food and, drink. Food and uh, drink. That's how they would have co- uh, labeled that category in Wheel of Fortune. Also, official. Is it? I want to talk about this before we move on. Um, when they do the final round of Wheel of Fortune, I don't know, showcase showdown. No, that's that's Price is Right, isn't it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> What is the final thing in Wheel of Fortune called when it's just the one person who won? Do you have you ever seen Wheel of Fortune? You're yeah, like a blank. It's, it's, okay, yeah, no,
1: uh, All right? so I also don't know. I just know um, anyway. R S T L N E. Uh, is that what it's called?
0: <laughs> so in the wheel, the person who is having a chance to win money at the end. Yeah. Well, everybody. Another thing I love about Wheel of Fortune. Uh, is that everybody gets to leave with whatever they won? It's not like Jeopardy, where if you got second place, you're getting two thousand regardless. That's a good point. You can win twenty five thousand and lose in Wheel of Fortune, but you're taking twenty five thousand dollars home.
1: And I guess plus all those trips and things that yeah. you kind of pick up along the way, right? Yeah.
0: So you're the last person. You get to spin. Then there's one final clue, uh, and they give you those letters. They always give you the category. And I would say like seven times out of ten the category is things. And I do not think that that's fair.
1: You don't think that's fair? Too broad?
0: Yes. Yeah, Too broad for real. Things. All right. Sorry. Uh, that was... Okay, I agree with
1: that. <laughs> I had to get that off my chest. It's and that's okay. I just I just um I just don't spend a lot of time thinking about Wheel of Fortune. <laughs>
0: It that's something I didn't think about. Just it like, drives I'll, me crazy every yeah. time and I like I don't watch it all the time, but like I'll be watching it and it'll be like, All right, your category is things and I'm like, Well, good luck, lady, because it's, like, it's ridiculous. Yeah,
1: where are the other ones like places? Yeah,
0: but like be specific, like around the house. They do that sometimes, I think. Oh, okay. I um so yeah, that's sorry to fly off the handle like that. That is okay. <laughs> that's uh that's
1: what <laughs> okay. we're gonna be known for.
0: Uh, do you want to do your trivia questions first or would you like me to go first?
1: Yeah. Um, I guess I can go first. Um, test it out. All right. We'll, we'll so. see. But yeah. So, yeah. So each week we'll choose a different theme. We'll ask each other questions. I think we're aiming for about five questions each. We'll Kind of keep a running score, right. For each week. And oh, uh, we
0: absolutely will.
1: We will. And um, I guess we'll pick an arbitrary time where we'll tally everything up and see you won. But yeah, so going right. going forward, so with our food and drink category, I decided to choose the theme. And since, you know, holidays are... A theme a, within a theme? A theme within a theme. Uh theme section here with... Uh, two themes? Two <laughs> themes? Uh, <laughs> uh, I decided, I'm, you know, to I'm do a holiday theme uh, when it comes to uh, food and drink. Um thought that'd be interesting with um, it being December and holidays. Ooh. And so hopefully this will be pretty easy. Uh, I think the first one would be Gimme. Um, but we'll see. Number one, this festive drink is primarily enjoyed in the U.S. and Canada and is made from milk, cream, egg whites, and yolks. I guess the whole egg, but I guess you whip up the egg whites. uh, And sugar. And this can also be alcoholic. What drink is this?
0: Do I have multiple choice? No. uh, It is eggnog, which you do not like.
1: That is false. For the record, it is one of my favorite drinks, just in general. Um, it's delicious. Every
0: time I have been with him when he bought eggnog, it is in his fridge for at least ten months.
1: Keep in mind, this is like the eggnog you buy that is like pre-filled with alcohol, um, which I just tend which not you to do listen. not like. <laughs> which I just tend not to like. For I would like to mix my own alcohol in it, I guess. Um, but a lot of times, I just drink it plain without alcohol, which is still very good for me. Not good for my body, but good for my soul.
0: Yeah, it's like really bad for you. But <laughs> just delicious.
1: Um, I I remember like my first exposure to That was in college. As many things, uh, I guess, coming from a more strict household, I just learned about life in college. I would just drink, buy things of eggnog from like CVS or wherever, and just and just drink it all. Did you use your ram box on it. Use my ram books, All my ram bucks. <laughs> but very good. So you're uh, so far one for one. All right, now we're actually getting to the format that we agreed upon. (laughs) True or false? Oh, despite his rustic-sounding name, Yule log is a traditional dessert usually served in France. True. That is true. That is true. It is. uh, It's kind of like I guess how I see it. Um, It's kind of like a pumpkin roll, but chocolate. Usually chocolate.
0: um, Oh, I think I've actually like seen these before. Yeah,
1: and uh, named after. I guess you know, there's a practice that's not done anymore, but you know, back in the day, you would bring in what was called a Yule log and kind of soak it in wine and let that burn um, during the holiday season. Um, I thought it was named you
0: know? after Sir Pierre Yule.
1: Is that true? <laughs>
0: no. Sounds true.
1: All right, moving on. So you're two for two now. Um, I guess I wasn't able to stump you as much as I thought, but we'll see with these next ones. Um, this could be a little bit harder. So we'll see. Number three. Shuba or colloquially herring under a fur coat is a popular holiday dish typically served in what country? Uh, Norway, Russia, Denmark, or Iceland. I will say, uh, I'll help you out here with the contents of this dish. So usually has pickled herring, hard boiled eggs, mayonnaise, uh, and grated vegetables, which tend to include carrots, potatoes, onions, and beets.
0: I don't like your options because I immediately went Scandinavian and then all <laughs> of my options are this in that the general one. vicinity. Yep. Um, ugh, I've been to some of these places.
1: That's right, you have.
0: I don't remember if I ate the pickled herring. I think Reagan did. Mm. Um, I remember I had really good food in Russia and I was enjoyed that um what were my options again
1: you were in russia okay we'll, we'll talk about it later <laughs> yeah
0: it was really intense to get in there but it, yeah, i bet
1: i made wow. it try with that. anyway uh so a norway b russia c denmark or d iceland
0: i'm gonna go with norway going with
1: a norway yeah i'm sorry that's incorrect
0: was it denmark
1: it was actually Russia, so you were kind was of... Was it Russia? Russia back. Yeah, it's Russia. <laughs> I'm sure there's some form of pickled herring in a lot of these other countries, which is why I guess I made it really hard. I'm sorry. If
0: you asked what country I had stuffed cabbage, I would have known the answer was Russia. Mm, and I have I no idea what it was stuffed with, but it was really, really good. <laughs> and it was like six bucks.
1: Um, sorry, I didn't think about you in this. Uh...
0: Yeah, I was a little selfish of you, but it's fine.
1: So sorry. Um, hopefully you'll get these next two. Number four. Uh almost four million families in this country eat KFC on Christmas Eve as a tradition. Uh first we have United States, Canada, Japan, and England.
0: I know this answer. That's it the is answer. C Japan.
1: It is C Japan, correct.
0: Yes, I oh. did know that was a thing.
1: You thought you knew that was a thing? Okay, see, yeah. I I I learned something new while I was putting trying to put this together. Um this is really interesting because uh, it's just all about KFC in like early 1970s doing an ad campaign being like, Hey, you know, cause, mo- cause you know, Japan mostly is not Christian. You don't, know, doesn't celebrate Christmas. Right. But like, You're hey, something you could do for Christmas. And they have, and it's like a big deal. Um, they have nicely packaged uh, like um, food. And, you know, some people reserve their meals like months in advance, you know, for this time. And, um,
0: I do know that like some fast food places in other countries, like American fast food restaurants in other countries are like way nicer than they are in the United States. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, I remember in one of my, it was a, a modern China class and my professor showed us pictures of this uh, pizza hut in China that was like a, like an upscale restaurant. It was ridiculous. Really?
1: Yeah. Wow.
0: See, I think,
1: honestly, I don't know. See, I would actually enjoy going like, fast food places in other countries for that reason but i don't want to get you know chastised for going to like a mcdonald's and in france but uh i think just like kind of be cool to see what their uh influence on fast food
0: yeah that happened to me one time i don't remember what country we were coming home from but it was like we were in these other countries for like two weeks and we were in the airport on the way home. And I just needed something to eat. And it was like the closest place in the airport was a Burger King. And this was still in another country. but I. Was, oh. And then so I was just sitting there eating my Burger King. And somebody else that was on the trip, like not someone we went with, but it was like a tour, came up and was like, oh, you like couldn't last without American food any longer. Oh, I was like, like no, I just was hungry. And this was just like available. Oh, no. You did nothing wrong. Yeah. I think about that guy all the time,
1: except you got the third question I asked wrong, but which means right now you're three for four. Not bad though. Yeah. We'll see if you could uh, get this last one. Um, We'll see. So number five, uh, this spice beverage is a popular drink during the holidays in Peru and even has its own event. So we have our options of tea, rum, beer,
0: or hot chocolate. I'm going to go with hot chocolate. Ooh, that
1: is correct. I said that because that means you got it right. And that uh, counts against me, but okay. Good for you. Yep. So spiced hot chocolate. I'm not going to, I forget the name of the event, but yeah, it does have its own event.
0: I think I've had spiced hot chocolate before. Very good. I don't remember.
1: I think I always think back to the, um, the Santa Claus and the hot chocolate um, that's made. Or, um Tim Allen, I forget um, Scott Calvin. There we go. When he first gets the North Pole, and I think it is like spiced hot chocolate too. I always think of that.
0: Hmm. Oh, I remember watching that movie and like the hot chocolate that came out of his sleigh. Like when they did the upgrades on the sleigh, I was always <sighs> like, "Oh my god, that hot chocolate looks yeah, delicious!" I want that, right? Yeah, and it was probably <laughs> not even real, but it just looked so good. And yeah. it was, and it, like the cookie came out too. I was like, "Ah, oh, to have his life." I
1: know. I, um, for, no, for real. That's that's a movie where I just really wanted that hot chocolate so bad. Yeah. Um, and is probably one of my favorite Christmas movies. No, I'm talking about my favorite movies
0: but. Yeah. That's definitely something we can talk about. We can talk. Maybe we'll talk about that next week because that'll yeah. be after Christmas. That would make sense. Yeah. We didn't time this well.
1: <laughs> we need to set a baseline of like, hey, here's our favorite movies. And- yeah.
0: We should have done that last week. <laughs> Alright, is that... Did you finish, or is it... I finished, so you finished four for five. So wow. very good. I got an 80. That's really like awesome. the best grade I've ever seen. <laughs>
1: we'll Alright, see my I turn.
0: Well, yours are all going to be uh, 50-50s. So. so, what I decided to do with food and drink uh, is play a little calorie counter So I'm going to give you two items or, and if it's more than one, I'll give you the quantity and you tell me which one has less calories.
1: Oh, okay. This is, okay. This should be interesting.
0: All right. And this is not meant to judge. Um, What has less calories, a Big Mac or a Whopper?
1: Hmm. I would say the Big Mac actually has less calories.
0: Big Mac five hundred and sixty three calories. Whopper six hundred and fifty seven.
1: I frequent the McDonald's app, so I know the count of. Big <laughs> <Mac>.
0: <laughs> and you are no stranger to a Whopper.
1: <laughs> I am not.
0: But that's, obviously, that's the, obviously uh, the regular also. Whopper. Didn't we establish that the uh, Impossible Whopper is actually more calories?
1: I think so. I think but, so. you have to compensate for you know the terrible flavor.
0: Like, listen, we took the meat out, but we got to make sure it's still unhealthy. Right. <laughs> it's good, though.
1: Kind of healthy burgers.
0: All right. What has less calories? One Twinkie or two tablespoons of Skippy peanut butter? Specifically Skippy, because that, you know, it varies from peanut butter to peanut butter.
1: True. I feel like that would have a lot of sugar, though. Um,
0: that's interesting. One Twinkie. Or two tablespoons of skinny, pe- no, Skippy peanut butter.
1: <laughs> Probably not skinny. Uh, <laughs> Skippy, two tablespoons. Calorie count. Um, I don't know, is this, like, going to trick me? I might, I, feel, I don't know, I feel like nuts might have higher calorie content, but, like, they're not empty calories. Um, I'll, just, I'll go with Twinkie, that is less.
0: Twinkie has 140 calories. Skippy peanut butter, 190. So two for Oof. two. Wow.
1: This is stressful. That's yeah. Really so
0: hard. Twinkies are actually healthy.
1: Right. So I should <laughs> dip that in peanut butter.
0: Ah, that would actually,
1: that's as long awesome. as it's not Skippy's.
0: All right. This next one is a little interesting. What has less <laughs> calories? A Taco Bell beef quesarito. Or a 750 milliliter bottle of red wine. So an entire bottle of red wine.
1: Entire bottle of red an wine.
0: entire bottle of red wine. It was like 24 ounces or something like that. Or one Taco Bell beef queserito. And I will tell you the bottle of wine, it does vary based off of alcohol content and things like that. Uh, but the entire variance is either above or below the queserito. I
1: have a wine bottle just sitting over there, but then they don't report. Yeah,
0: calories. why do they not have to put like that stuff on there? I find that messed up. Probably because right. they and don't need to see
1: what I, you're drinking. I think that's disqualified disqualify this question because of that.
0: Also, have you ever had the quesarito? It's actually really good. It's so good, right? It's, is it, is that the one where they? No, they it's it's a it's part. a quesadilla with a burrito inside of it. Like they have the like cheese on the outside, like. And they grill, right? Yeah. sure. Yeah i think it's, yeah it's I really good
1: but It's usually um my go-to if i were to get a burrito there we eat so healthy anyway um you know i'm just gonna so calorie content i might just go with the um i, mean, I don't know if i'm answering this correctly but uh, i guess the uh has ques- less
0: you're saying the quesarito has less has less
1: and the taco bell
0: little, beef uh, quesarito has 710 calories A bottle of red wine has between 530 and 660 calories. So the quesarito Ah, has more calories.
1: You you tricked me.
0: I mean, it's still at least 50 more, but that's fine. All right. Number four, what has less calories? A, oh, I think that a uh, junior chocolate frosty. So the smallest chocolate frosty.
1: That's like really small
0: too, right? Or three medium bananas. <laughs> All right. Show. Can you show me what a medium banana is? <laughs> um, I believe Google said it was seven inches.
1: Oh, okay. So, That's
0: like so cool. your average banana, but three.
1: Above average. Um, three of those, and or then-
0: the smallest chocolate frosty
1: so for the bananas are you eating the skin
0: <laughs> i don't believe so no you're not eating the cup for the frosty either it's actually edible listen
1: you know i think people sometimes like another tangent they take a fork and you kind of like scrape it and and because that you kind of make it into little strips and you can like saute or cook those up into like fake noodles. I don't know. I don't know how good it is, but I'm sure it just takes on the flavor of whatever you're cooking it in. Anyway, um, but if you're not eating those and just eating the actual fruits, um, <laughs> I'd say the bananas have less calories.
0: Three medium bananas have 315 calories. A junior chocolate frosty has 200 calories. Uh, you tricked me by just asking the question all right oh this one ties perfectly into your question what has less calories a side of kfc coleslaw or one chocolate fudge pop tart oh that's interesting what was your favorite type of pop tart oh
1: for me i feel like it's changed when i was little but for me uh, even now like the cherry is just amazing
0: for that's me i think so was it, i was younger
1: i like the wild berry
0: yeah, I think the wild yeah. berry is the right answer. But growing up, we only ever had the cherry ones because those were the ones my mom liked. So, like, wow. that's all I could ever eat was the cherry ones. And that's then, like, the I true. would go to somebody else's house and they had the wild berry ones. And I'm like, oh, you're living such a life <laughs> right now. <laughs> well, I'm
1: so sorry. Very traumatic for you. Uh,
0: but we're talking about the chocolate fudge. I don't know if I've ever had the chocolate fudge. It's, like, chocolate really chocolatey.
1: I, yeah, maybe I have one point. They just have so many flavors now nowadays. Um, hard to keep track. With their innovation. Um, Okay, so it was a Pop-Tart and then KFC coleslaw, which is really good. I really
0: like that coleslaw.
1: Just one Pop-Tart, not like a pack. Yeah, it's not a pack
0: because the serving size is actually one, even though they purposely pack them in two. So that way, like, you have to eat both of them or you eat one and then the other one, like, gets stale and then you end up eating it.
1: Who do you think I am? Do you think I have, like, Ziploc bags laying around just to put it a spare Pop Tart in Ugh, whatever. Big food. Um, big Pop Tart. That um, wow, well, I feel like it's like you can go either way. Either like either way it would just be kind of surprising. I don't know. But I feel like I feel like most of the calories come from like that, the um the dressing and the coleslaw of course. Um
0: Yeah, I don't think a lot's coming from the cabbage. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is don't get it wrong. I'm just trying to see if I remember what the calorie count is on the Pop-Tart and then just divide that. I'd say I'll, I'll just go with the coleslaw having more. I already did worse than you. Um,
0: I honestly thought with these 50-50s that you would be getting a, this, like at least 50%. Because
1: yeah, I don't know if it's like just based on what you're saying. I don't know if you're trying to trick me and like, wow, this is like really actually surprising. Side of
0: coleslaw, 170 calories, mm-hmm. one chocolate fudge Pop-Tart. 200 calories all right so you got a two out of five there's so
1: basically my main takeaway here is I should change my eating habits
0: <laughs> That's really all that this podcast was it's an intervention because <laughs> <It's an
1: intervention. laughs> <laughs> everything that had the highest calories is, is all I eat <laughs> for every meal
0: Well really what you should take away from this is if you're wanting a taco bell beef quesarito it would be healthier to just drink a bottle of red wine.
1: <laughs> which i have done
0: <laughs> i just did it last night but the problem is once you drink a bottle of red wine you're going to want a taco bell beef quesarito that's so true
1: i also did that <laughs> you know me so well okay very good what was that five out of five two out of five two out of five well, that's passing for me
0: <laughs> all right shall we move on we shall to What's our next sports. sports 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 'Cause we're very sporty men. Like, very sporty men. Very yeah. If you're listening to this and not watching it, we're both very very strong in shape. We're
1: the quintessential uh man that you would think is really into sports.
0: Yeah, like just picture a man, boom.
1: Who does sports, whatever that would be.
0: <laughs> yeah, like football, baseball, etc. All at the same time. So I'm mostly into football with a little bit of baseball you are which is football your favorite
1: so i think that still remains my favorite although recently i have been getting into basketball basketball more um that's the the tent the game tempo just um interests me more um it's just kind of more exciting and there's more of um i don't know the the there's more like individual skill you can see in the players that aren't too dependent on your team right um so I, don't know, I just find it more interesting to watch but i still prefer
0: uh football this isn't the question by the way we didn't do what it is, is your favorite sport and why <laughs> uh, although that would have fit perfectly with what else we've been doing and, hey, uh, we are, i mean it's pretty similar to that we decided to go uh with football discuss a little bit about football uh today with this one uh specifically the eagles were both uh sadly mm-hmm. eagles fans um, i know at so, a different
1: time if we did this earlier we've been proud of that
0: i know, you know we should have made a podcast in 2017 when we actually like had something to cheer about
1: yeah but uh, i guess you know from an early age you, you know we were both um eagles fans, which is where uh we grew up um there was a time though where i just got tired of all the disappointment and it was around the same time i got really into fantasy football so i decided to focus on that more than actual team so there was a time where i followed the eagles less, but um I came around, I don't know, let's say a random date around 2017, where I don't know, it seemed like they were. I guess I'd say I, was, I jumped on that bandwagon when they were actually doing pretty well. Um, but yeah, no, then I'll just the, say
0: that they were out in front and I decided to run with them. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I don't know if there's a name for that. but
1: No. But I do remember crying when they lost the Super Bowl in 2004 against the Patriots. I uh, up.
0: You were also a child, so it was a little better
1: right yeah exactly i mean I although think no I won the Super Bowl. no
0: shame if you yeah all right so we are talking today about our favorite eagle of all time and our current mm-hmm. favorite so i feel like we might have the right, same answer for this so we might not have spent very long on it
1: that's true yeah this would be real quick i did honestly, we meet
0: did we meet this person yes together
1: together
0: did i really like embarrass myself in front of this person
1: you also did, in addition to me.
0: So, oh yeah, we both did. Oh, okay, we so we both, we both picked, arguably one of the greatest Eagles of all time. Mm-hmm. Do you want to say it, David Akers. <laughs> I love David Akers. Who is actually so he's actually like on my short list. <laughs> yeah, like, he's...
1: like right below this. Like ones I was trying to think of, I'm he's one
0: of, He was one of those people where even when he left, you like rooted for him. Like I re- do. You remember? Yeah. He, like, tied the NFL longest kick, like, back when it was, like, I don't know if it was 63 53? at the time. Like, I don't think you? he's tied for the current record, yeah. but I Is remember, really like, awesome? seeing him kick that, and I was so happy for him. He was – I forget where he was at the time, but I remember being really happy for him. When he, yeah. And, like, bounced in it, like, hit the bottom goalpost yeah. and bounced in. Well, but, it was yeah. the double dunk in the correct direction. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so – shout out there. Uh, yeah. But no, Brian Dawkins. Brian Dawkins, Dawkins obviously. Yeah. So I don't think we need to spend too much time on this. He do pretty obvious beast. why. Yeah, and uh, off
1: the field too.
0: Yeah, I was very excited when he got into the Hall of Fame. Well deserving. I remember being in I think it was like fifth grade when we had to write a persuasive essay and I wrote mine about why Brian Dawkins should be in the Hall of Fame. Uh, not realizing that first to be in the hall of fame you have to retire and then you have to wait like a certain amount of time because he was like in his prime at the time so it's like (laughs) they're gonna make an exception and just like put this guy in the hall of fame while he's playing
1: which they should have done Uh, i don't know if you want to go into others um but i also was thinking about brian westbrook and that was you also thinking of brian westbrook
0: no i was i was thinking if you didn't pick dawkins you're gonna pick westbrook
1: right westbrook yeah i'm just always love seeing him as a runner Uh, i don't know I don't know, it might be controversial, but I feel like the last greatest like receiver we had was like
0: Terrell Owens, but that could be. That didn't even last very long, but yeah, it, didn't last long,
1: but it was such a great. It was a both on and off a of field. It was a very oh, yeah. with him. <laughs> Fantastic, but that's all I had to say about the favorite Eagle of all time.
0: I struggled so much more with the current favorite. That I did. It's hard. <laughs> like,
1: it's hard with the currently who we have on the. team. Yeah.
0: I had to first look up the roster to see if I was missing anybody, uh, and yeah. sadly I wasn't. Um, I didn't really put an answer. I put a couple guys with question marks next to their name. I did
1: the exact same thing.
0: <laughs> Who's on your list?
1: So for me, it, it's it's hard, especially now with this season. But it's like I just have such high hopes for him, but uh, obviously he's been hurt. Um, but I want to say. Alshon Jeffrey, I don't know. I just, I like him Ooh, as a, a hot take. Really hot take. I know. But like, I like him in theory as a receiver. Um, this, I think we need to like a big wide receiver on the team. Um,
0: Travis, and I, I think
1: he could do well if he has like a quarterback who can actually throw and has time to Ooh. throw. I'm not saying it's Carson Wentz is bad. It's just the offensive line just doesn't give him enough time to throw and just doesn't, he just can't run like he used to. Um, can't scramble. Uh, so, but yeah, no, I, it's like, I want to see him do well. Um, but I think for me right now, it would be Zach Ertz. Although he hasn't, he also hasn't really been doing much again, quarterback issues. Um, but I just, I don't know. I just really like him as a player. Um, you now it was kind of hard uh, with uh, Salek leaving. It's like, Oh, he's going to fill. That oh, Salek, yeah. that. Um, so it was really cool to have someone um, on Zach Ertz's, you know, uh agree to, to be on the team. Um, and yeah, I know I just, I think uh, even off the field, he's a, he's a cool guy.
0: Yeah, I don't think he's going to be around much longer, though, sadly. I don't think so,
1: yeah. But I guess I'll also do like Goddard, too. So, but
0: anyway. <laughs> Oh, wow. I really like this guy, but uh, his replacement, I'll actually enjoy him just as much. <laughs> uh, I realized that the issue, uh, as many people like to do, I'm going to blame this all on Chip Kelly Uh, because I feel like ever since Chip Kelly was here, you kind of can't really build an attachment to a player because you're not sure if they're still going to be here anymore because I feel like we haven't really done very good at sustaining players. Um, For example, I never got to wear my Jeremy Macklin jersey. Uh, Oh, my goodness. Yeah, yeah, I remember. While he was on the team because I got it, like, the Christmas before they, like, didn't resign him. Um, But that was in the past uh so yeah i don't know who my favorite is uh i wrote i put goddard on my list because uh, i think he's definitely got some uh potential and he's already shown some skills i also put sure. greg ward because uh, of what he did last year as like the only receiver basically oh, okay. um i don't think he's the best receiver uh but i think Please. he stepped up yeah i like that um I don't know. The only uh, jerseys of current Eagles players I have are Wentz and Deshaun Jackson. And the Deshaun Mm -hmm. Jackson one was from the first time he was here. uh, (laughs) So I don't even know if that should count. But I have a feeling I'm going to need to get some new jerseys. I almost. Well, here's the thing. My favorite Eagle was clear until this last year, and it was Malcolm Jenkins. And yes, I, once they got rid of Good him thing. and didn't resign him, I was like, I don't know who He's my favorite say. is and He's I don't saying. know what's going to happen with the defense. And it got even worse than it was before. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. No, I miss him.
1: Very cerebral player, both on and off the field. I say <laughs> it a lot, but <laughs> but his activism. and uh, Yeah, that was,
0: he actually yeah. is one that it would make sense for off the field as well. Yeah. So, yeah, this... We might have to switch to a different team because this is going to be bummies. I know, right?
1: For me, it's really concerning. We didn't mention any kind of quarterback.
0: <laughs> I mean, sure. I personally like Wentz. I'm rooting for him to turn around. Mm-hmm. Um for a different team. But it might end up being on a different team. And if he goes somewhere else, I'll root for him on that team. I'll wish and him the best. Yes. If he stays here and continues to play, I'll root for him here. But right now, I'm going to root for Hertz because he's on the field. And on my fantasy team. So yeah, that too. <clears throat> suck it, Matt Ryan. <laughs> uh, I got tired of like, maybe he'll do well this week. So I just dropped him.
1: So. No, it, no, that, that's the right way. I still have him, but I haven't started him since like week three.
0: Also, I was a six and seven playoff team and I er, and I won last week. So
1: that's impressive.
0: And I might win this week. All right. So, moving from one sad topic to the next, we are going to end the show with politics.
1: So, um, I guess this everyone who wants to stick around and talk about politics
0: can. Which, we'll... so the other day I watched um Seth Meyers' stand up special on oh, Netflix, yeah. he has. A segment in his stand-up special where he talks about politics, but he's like, "I know not a lot of people like. Some people don't like. Have you seen that? I have oh, not. No. You were shaking your head. I so see I what was going to say. Um, so he's like, "I know not everyone likes to listen to politics. Uh, so there's going to be a skip politics button right down in the corner that I worked with Netflix for. And I thought he was joking, but it actually like came up on the screen, and I wanted wow. to click it to see if it skipped, but I also wanted to hear it." Uh, So I just thought that was interesting. So we don't have the capability to do that, but
1: wow, no, no, I don't think we can. We we can try, but
0: uh. but it was really funny because after he was done with his politics part, he's like, "All right, I want to let the people who skipped politics come back in, but I want that. I want to say something at the end here that's gonna make them want to like go back and rewatch it." And he's like, "So here we go." And then he was like, "And so in summary, I think I misjudged him, and I think he was a great president." (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh
1: that's great unfortunately we can't do something like that so yeah. you're gonna have to sit here and listen to us or just like stop it's fine can't leave <laughs> no so you know i guess we were trying to choose a topic that was um you know relevant to what's currently going on and so we we're uh right now deciding to talk briefly uh you know there's only so much we could really get into um with uh, a short amount of time that we have um and our very limited knowledge on certain things uh when it comes to cannot stress that enough <laughs> I cannot cannot stress that enough um but yeah no we wanted to just kind of touch on um the role of government um in handling this pandemic um and how that i guess how that's changed you know since march and for me it's kind of interesting seeing what could have been done what can still be done um and what will be done you know in terms of the vaccines so um yeah, I don't know if you had anything you wanted to start with uh, with this, but um, for me, uh, I think we could kind of go back to March uh, and you know, kind of talk about obviously the government, the federal government's response, you know, has been lacking. I think that's fair to say. I think mostly everybody would agree with me on that, and I think you would too. Um, yes. Yes. Uh, thank you for that contribution. Um Yeah, so it's obvious it's been lacking, I think, not just lacking, but just gross incompetence with um, downplaying the pandemic for so long. And I will say it's pretty gross. We live in a system that those who are downplaying the pandemic were the first ones to get the vaccine. Just, you know, a little side note on that. I just thought that was interesting. Um, But you see those in the current administration getting vaccinated who you know, downplayed the effects, which, you know, probably led to much, many more deaths than uh, there would have been otherwise. Um, but you no, know, with this, you know, very, you know, the messaging around the pandemic was lacking. Uh, the support to state governments, uh, I think, was lacking, you know, when it came to providing the, the funds necessary for uh, PPE, um, and especially early And I think the country would have definitely benefited more if there was. Uh, you know, better messaging, of course, and then uh, a national lockdown. You know, I think I think it's good to leave certain things to the states, but I th- think you know there were many discrepancies between different states and how they handled the pandemic. And then, of course, you had states who were adjacent to one another that handled it differently, which can still you know, if a state next to you has no procedures whatsoever to tackle the pandemic, then you're still going to get some. Uh, uh, some people who are traveling in uh through the states and you, know, you might still get some uh, transmission there so i think i think a federal lockdown would have been better um for some time which would have helped mitigate the spread early on that we saw and probably would have helped um mitigate the number of cases um early on it's tough to see how that would have ha- fared later on um, but i think that could have been the first initial response I'm not sure if, if you have a rebuttal to that
0: sure um... This is all that I wrote down for this uh, segment. I wrote federal government has a social, political, and economic obligation to Americans. Uh, and I don't think they fulfilled any of that. I
1: don't think they fulfilled that.
0: Yeah. Uh, social, political, and economic. Uh, social, I'm saying, I'm gonna throw health into the social. Uh, you have to keep Americans healthy. Political, uh, you have to be on uh, the forefront there. This is where you should have been like, wear masks, um, you know, encourage the states or even do a nationwide um, mask mandate, things like mm-hmm. that. Right. Uh, the masks, but yeah, good point. And then economic, do what other countries were doing and pay people to stay home. Uh, right. I know. Some people were upset when they were like, uh, you know, I know so-and-so and and they're not coming back to work because they can make more money on unemployment than right now than going into work. Uh, good. Uh, people shouldn't be going to work unless absolutely necessary. Uh, and if your job is necessary, uh, you should be further compensated for that. Yep. Um, so social political and economic obligation to Americans first and foremost uh, the government's job is to keep us safe. Uh, and they didn't do that.
1: Didn't do that? Wow. That was um, less rambling than I did. That was kind of coherent and organized. That's very well done.
0: <laughs> I went to uh, an AP conference one summer, uh, learning about how to teach AP courses. Uh, and we had to go through some of the essays and stuff and like what you had to do for essays. Mm. Um, and basically for every question they asked, uh, because it was AP US uh, history, uh, for every essay question, I broke it down into social, political, and economic, uh, and so that's my answer to everything: is social, political, and economic. No matter what.
1: It's surprising to use that when we were talking about our favorite eagle, but
0: <laughs> socially, politically, and economically.
1: <laughs> I guess uh, to your point, um, I did want to talk about a little bit more. Was you know paying people to stay home, right? Um, so. There was the CARES Act, uh, which did many things. Um, and it, it does bother me when people are like, oh, well, they only sent us w- a one-time check of like $1,200 or less. You know, it you made over 75000 and it um, decreased um, every uh, like $500. So I forget the exact amounts. Um, of course, you get more if you had children. Um, so that was a one-time payment. I know other countries have been actually uh sending monthly checks uh to you know help with rent utilities things like that that people are still you know obligated to pay um so but i, I don't like when people the messaging they have is that there's a one time uh, that we only got 1200 dollars, which is correct we did but i think that's kind of um undermines the uh the vast um expansion that, uh, happened with unemployment benefits and that, you know, with unemployment insurance, you know, there was an additional like $600 you'd be eligible for on top of your state, uh, unemployment insurance, um, which I think, um, was a very good policy. And that's something that should be continued, um, going forward. Uh, although I think the government without having a federal man, uh, a federal, uh, check sent from treasury, uh, every month, uh, put too much strain on state, on, uh, unemployment insurance websites and uh, claims. Um, so I think that could have been handled a lot a uh, lot better. But I think we, if, I know it's like kind of, you know, comparing apples to oranges here, but hey, if we could spend billions and billions of dollars on our military, why can't we spend, um, you know, a lot of money on citizens to uh, help those in also, businesses as well, um, mostly small businesses that are struggling as well. Um, so, with the national lockdown, it's it is tough to say, "Oh, hey, you need to stay home," but also not work and sorry, <laughs> you're not going to have any income. Uh, it, it's tough. So, I think the right policy response is like still support them in some way. Um, that they could still stay home, but you know, be able to still meet their financial obligations, of course, um, and put food on the table, which um, you know, was really hard to hear during the Thanksgiving holiday in the US, you know, you know, when um, people were struggling to, to even eat during that time and long food bank lines. Um, so yeah, I think, yes, we did receive one-time payment. Um, and maybe there were those who received it that maybe didn't need to. Like me personally, I still had a job. I was working full time and I didn't need that money because I was able to work remotely, but there's, there are others who just don't have that option um, and they would have benefited from monthly checks. So I think that's something we should have done early on. And you're seeing now with the current, um, the current bill that, you know, just can't. it's having trouble getting passed before uh, the new year. And uh, I feel like we would have been better financially and economically if we were able to support uh, families and small businesses during this time with financial support
0: so you can correct me if i'm wrong but it sounds like what you're saying is that the federal government has a social political and economic responsibility
1: yes that is correct
0: <laughs> can this just be our answer to like every politics question we do? i think that would
1: be very engaging for our listeners or viewers um or lack there no that doesn't apply here <laughs> <don't> do. <laughs> i'll at least watch some of this no i won't um I guess, I, I guess from your experience, uh, I guess um, everyone will know now that uh, at one time in your life you were a teacher. I'm just yes. kind of curious yes. to get your your thoughts on this. But, you know, you see a lot of times in the news, um, like, hey, we're not, students, you know, are staying home, you know, we're not going to have, we'll have school remotely or close down schools for a certain duration of time. Um, but also simultaneously have restaurants open and have food served either, depending on your state, of course, those um, requirements might be different. You know, There might be some form of indoor dining, socially distant or outdoor dining um, or takeout only, but so you still have that option, but then schools are either closed or remote working for, I don't know, and I would argue that I think we should have maybe focused more on closing certain restaurants with financial support, of course, but still had schools open um, because those are usually populations that, um, uh, you know, the younger populations who wouldn't be at risk and transmissions would be smaller. Um, I just, as a teacher, I was just kind of curious on your, your thoughts on that because I know that's a, a stance that Fauci um, takes as well that, you know, we shouldn't be closing out the schools, you know, because, you know, if you think about early development uh, for children. Uh, you know, this is actually going to be pretty harmful, um, and it'll be interesting to see some research that comes about out of this, seeing how that has impacted early development when it does come to either you know closures for a certain amount of time or um, virtual learning, which I feel like is more difficult for younger children than it is for those who might be on their way out of high school. I'm um, just kind of curious to see from a teacher's perspective, just because you know we are also trying to protect teachers um, and. I think as long as we're setting up the necessary precautions in schools, keeping teachers safe as well and make sure PPE is provided. And of course supplies to keep everything sterilized. I think we could keep schools open. Um, but you see like New York city like um, like largest school system in the country um, closing down for some time. Um, and I just thought it was just the thought I had and I was kind of curious to get your thoughts on it being a teacher. Uh,
0: is- yeah. So I know with the background, uh, the high school, Uh, It's a little bit different. I was not really in favor of schools coming back uh, in that children may be less susceptible, but I do feel like a lot of teachers uh, would be on the higher risk because a lot of teachers, uh, I know a lot of older teachers uh, and, you know, teachers with other health conditions, things like that, uh, that would be more at risk. Um, But I think this kind of just highlights some of the issues that have been in education for a long time uh, in lack of funding, meaning larger classroom sizes, um, which makes it difficult to bring kids back. Um, It's hard to bring kids back when you have 30 kids in your classroom uh, in a space that if you're social distancing can only fit like 10 or 12. Uh, So, you know, in hindsight, should have been more funding to begin with, so there should have been smaller class sizes. Because even when there's no pandemic, a smaller class size is just better for everybody. Uh, for sure. So I think that's an issue that was never dealt with before, and now uh, needs to be addressed in for a se- uh, safety concern. So I'm not gonna deal with it until it becomes a safety issue. Uh, that's one thing. Um, I definitely can see. Uh, I'm seeing firsthand the experience of remote learning for elementary school kids. Uh, I imagine as a kid, it would be much harder. And I can see uh, from the elementary school kids, uh, aged people uh, who I am helping right now, uh, it can definitely be a struggle. So there's no perfect solution. Um, I'm glad I didn't have to make the decisions, but I do think you have to try and balance safety uh, with the education. Cause I know, I know it'll be hard and I know they're missing and, you know, maybe delaying developmentally. Uh, But at least, you know, you can always come back and if you have to reteach next year, you have to reteach next year, but it's better than uh, somebody getting sick or somebody contracting something at school and then bringing it home to somebody at home. So I always think, Deal with safety first, and then if we need to uh, do something about increasing learning or education later, we can deal with that later. Yeah, for sure.
1: Yeah, no, you bring up a good point of no perfect uh, solution. And, you know, there are other, they're very complicated. There are other things going on here, um, like a lack of uh, funding in education. And I don't know. Just, so during this whole thing, it just brings to light so many policy failures um, that is, is just, we're always on the radar, but just, you know, brings them into a whole new light where um, we see the effect of, um, you know, lack in federal f- uh, funding when it comes to education, but also um, the, uh, the lack that many people do experience. You know, when it comes to having a stable um, broadband connection, or even uh, those who may not even have internet um, and how do they actually engage in online learning?
0: Oh um, yeah. Internet where is
1: Where resources come from.
0: Internet is a necessity this year and it was before but it really is now and it should be something that everyone should have asked us to Uh,
1: for sure and i don't have the numbers in front of me but it it always surprises me just the the fraction of um uh those in the u.s who actually don't have access to um to either no who have access don't have access to internet or have access to a very subpar um really slow internet it's always surprising to me um
0: but yeah, um, I feel like the segment's not funny. I it, it's not. I mean, <laughs> I feel like we did nothing to lighten this up. Oh,
1: sometimes you just gotta be real. You gotta be serious. I
0: mean, yeah. Do do people want right, real?
1: I mean the the one thing one other thing I want to mention of course, is the vaccines. If you'll let me, I mean, I guess they could be funny. I, Make I, it I,
0: funny, or we're not doing I, it. it. That's so hard. Well, not
1: funny. Not funny. Um. Uh, I will say, I will commend the administration, not the president, but the administration, um, on Operation Warp Speed. Um, that did allow. Hate that name. Yeah, I don't know who made that up. I mean, honestly, though, like there are many times in the federal government where um, it's either like a singular person comes with a name and it sticks, and then that's that, or it- you spend meetings upon meetings upon meetings deciding on a name. Anyway, um, there's no
0: way that happened for Warp Speed.
1: No uh no but um but yeah but it's named that way and i think it did it 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 did its job like it was it was the right decision it was allowed for a vaccine to be uh developed tested um and uh, approved and distributed um and like a record amount of time which i think is is amazing i will commend the those in the administration who are responsible for that i know the current president would take the uh the credit for that, but he was well removed from those decisions um, and those agencies that actually did uh, put those in place. Um, So I did just want to mention that. Um, How distribution will happen, not sure. Um, I don't know if we have a plan. Uh, I think what I saw was pretty general, Um, but of course um, from, um, I think it was the FDA or CDC guidelines coming out is, is, you know, of course he's a good vulnerable vulnerable populations, uh, those, uh, you know, in retirement communities, those are elderly. And then of course there's frontline um, essential workers you know, in, in um, hospitals, but yeah, just, I just want to say like one good thing coming come about from this was um, the speed at which vaccines were, were made available. But now I guess there's the new hurdle coming up of how we get these distributed widely to uh, everyone and make sure, you know, you hit a, an optimum percentage of those in, in the population to actually take the vaccine, to make it effective. I think that's another, another, um, health, health um, policy issue to, uh, that we have to get. I, th-
0: I think everyone who gets a vaccine should get a free PS5.
1: That's amazing. That would solve two policy issues. Um, <laughs> I was not deemed worthy enough to be allowed to pre-order a PS5. Um, so, yeah. What did,
0: what did you have to do to pre order?
1: Oh, so, <laughs> you had to be so, like at risk. <laughs> so, with that, it's like you basically apply to Sony, or at that time, you applied to Sony to have them review like your PlayStation account and like what? All of past purchases and then determine if like you would get because, like, uh, you know, just with the pandemic, you know, um, supply was very limited and they, you, so I basically put in an application to, uh, you know, get my name into a, a pool to, you know, some algorithm, I guess decided I wasn't worthy to, you know, but another friend of mine was worthy enough um, to get a PlayStation 5 to, to be allowed to pre-order. Now, I'm not sure if those who went through that way, that method actually were able to pre-order. I know the whole pre-order situation was terrible um, for some, uh, at least those who are going through um, retailers, um, but anyway, so I think that's a very, a very good policy recommendation.
0: Just have the federal government take over production of PlayStations. Yeah. Get that manpower to create PlayStations, and then just PlayStation vaccine, PlayStation vaccine, and then your vaccine because it's already got that microchip in it can be hooked up to your PlayStation account, and then you can just no.
1: I like it. I like it. Or we could tie in a stimulus to the vaccine that you would be eligible for as long as you get the vaccine. That might be a slippery slope, um, but
0: it should be an effective way to make sure those who... You could inject yourself with the stimulus.
1: Ooh, just straight up money. That could mm-hmm. work.
0: That might, have we tried it? $10,000? That's have true. We, tried we haven't it?
1: tried. <laughs> we haven't tried it. <laughs> i guess that does wrap up this uh the same because uh, ending on some jokes
0: yeah we made it funny for us it was probably still not nobody listened for that long it's we've been like almost an hour and a half we said we were gonna do like 45 minutes to an hour
1: yeah that's the thing though with um i don't know it's like we we just listen like when you're talking about like, greg
0: ward you can go on for like hours <laughs>
1: <laughs> it didn't get me started on um I always mess up his name but Whiteside. Um,
0: oh i was gonna start the segment with a joke by saying that he was my favorite but i forgot uh, about him just like i forget about him every sunday
1: he also forgets about himself
0: yeah what a bust you know
1: what a shame yeah no i guess very excited for um philly sports though with uh, with the sixers so we'll see
0: yeah, I might have to start watching basketball. I say oh, that every sure. year. Every for year, sure. I'm like, I'm gonna start watching basketball, and then I forget because it's on like all the time. Oh, it is. It's it's fantastic. Um, <laughs> we like it. we said that in two different ways. <laughs> I was like, it's on all the time. And you're like, it is. Yeah, it is. I love it.
1: Um, especially when the Sixers are on. Uh, they they I don't know they have a really good team, and I don't know if they're still any trade rumors going on with Har- um, with Harden. Um, but. We'll see if that comes to fruition soon, um, uh, but still, without him, a very good team and very encouraging.
0: All right, so with that, I'm gonna watch Catch Me If You Can whenever I can. If whenever I can catch it. Ah, uh, yeah, that was dumb. Should we end on that?
1: <laughs> we should end on that. Very good. <laughs> I won't watch your movies.
0: Oh wow! Well. All <laughs> right. Well, this has been mouth stuff with nick and nick uh thanks if you listen to or watch this uh hopefully we'll have another one on next week with some new topics uh same segments movie tvs trivia all that sports politics a little bit of everything and you know keep things funnier should we end i'm just gonna end mid